1: but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 72. I'm your host Simon Fink. Our guests today are Mr. Jukes and Barney Artist. The duo, made up of producer Mr. Jukes and upcoming rapper Barney Artist, have just released their first collaborative record entitled The Locket. In today's episode, we are talking with the guys about the new record, their songwriting process, and how the two ended up bonding over hot sauce. Here we go. Our guests today are an unlikely duo who have come together to release one of this year's greatest hip-hop records. One is a producer and the frontman for Bombay Bicycle Club, and the other is an upcoming rapper in the UK. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Mr. Jukes and Barney Artist. Good morning, gentlemen.
0: Hello. How are you doing, man? Thank you for having us. Absolute pleasure. How are you today? Good. Nice. We're just yeah. chilling, you know. Haven't just, seen each other in a while. I mean, we saw each other literally yesterday. That's but, a long time for me. I mean, this is it. He's getting used to it. It's becoming a little bit clingy, tiny bit. <laughs> <no less. laughs> no.
1: Is this the dynamic that's kind of grown over the last 18 months working together that you guys have found that,
0: no, he just started following me like five years ago. I was like, who is this guy that keeps popping up everywhere I am? Like, why I, he's like, why is this guy at my Every workplace? Show. Like, go away. No, uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think lockdowns definitely helped us with uh, the amount of time that we spend together, definitely.
1: The, the origin story, I know you just said that this gentleman popped up and um, started following you five years ago. From what I've heard is that, it was maybe not exactly outside the window, Jack, hopefully it wasn't that, but, um, that you you came across Barney on a playlist and then that's kind of where the, I guess the working relationship came from. Is that, is that right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had, um, uh, I made a playlist just to test out these headphones that I wanted to buy. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) Well, the important thing to do when you make a playlist like that is have some tracks that sound phenomenal, and, but then you also got to do the other end of the spectrum and have really. <laughs> you got to test both sort of sides of the headphones, like so. For that side, of, well, this track is perfect. It sounds it's terrible perfect. enough that perfect. it makes. <laughs>
0: it's <just> recorded underwater. a microwave? It sounds <laughs> what on earth? Brilliant.
1: How did the um after working out whether uh, look? I'm not gonna. Um, guess whether it was <laughs> one of the good go or bad me, ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, don't, don't,
0: don't. yeah. Good. Good choice on that one. Sorry. How
1: did things uh, play out after that? Was it a kind of reaching out over social media, or was it? Um, I guess. Yeah.
0: How well, d- that doesn't talk. Jack doesn't talk to poor people So <laughs> he got his people to speak to me Like I got like a, a You know a royal mail That hand delivered by a butler That <laughs> yeah. Jack Stedman has asked for your request From the office he goes, of Jack he goes, Hello sir this is from The castle of this <laughs> 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 I loved it. No um, basically his AR at the time uh, at, at the record label was a friend of mine and so he got in contact I was working in retail I worked in retail for like 10 years so I was, I was, I was at work and I get a call like oh there's this guy called Jack Stedman he wants to, to jump on a song and he's like he's part of a band called Bombay Basketball Club I had no clue what a Bombay Basketball Club was uh, but I did a quick Google looked at the views and I was like time to go to go to the studio baby (laughs) it's (laughs) time to go Mm -hmm. tired of folding jeans um and so yeah so i went and like we just absolutely just hit off like literally quite quite quickly um i know that i was like near the end of your god first sessions right
2: yeah yeah so i'd been i'd made a record with loads of collaborations but a lot of them were quite I don't know, fleeting in a way. You know, you'd turn up to a studio, meet someone and shake hands. It'd all be fun and you'd get on well, but then you'd say goodbye a couple of hours later and never hear from them again. Mm. And with Barney, I mean, obviously, we both live in London, but also, like, as he said, we just clicked. And we were instantly just taking the piss of each other, which for me is a sign of a... a a very strong friendship that's about to happen, yeah. Um, yeah. And kept in touch, and and for the next few years, didn't really make much music, but we were just hanging out, yeah. Which is a nice way to to to, to start, I think. Yeah,
1: it appears even from the brief time that we've spent together uh, this morning already, it seems like there is quite a good. Camaraderie, bit of banter between the two of you, which is, I imagine, always good for being creative. I call
0: it it banter. You might call it banter. I call it bullying. (laughs) 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 HR has a very different
1: word for it. Yeah, but um, we'll let them do that. (laughs) It's obvious that it's kind of it's worked out quite well because we do have uh, the locket coming out tomorrow worldwide, which is the collaborative album from both of you. Congratulations, firstly.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. It is, um, I believe, about 18 months in the making from maybe the start of the pandemic. What is it like now finally having, I think there was one delay maybe last month, but what's it like now having the record out?
0: It's a bit overwhelming. It it feels really strange. I think what's great about it, kind of, we were kind of finished the making of the album in December last year, kind of finished the recording process. And so what was great is that we kind of had the album, because in, in the UK, like, we had, like, another lockdown in, like, December, just, like, this before Christmas and kind of finished like in, like, March, April. Mm. And so... We kinda of had the album and what we didn't realise is that I think subconsciously the album we kind of made was an album about positivity and and love and memories and camaraderie and all that kind of stuff. And so we got to really enjoy that as listeners. And so it's been enough of a gap, it's like we're enjoying it again for the for for, for the if we're listening to it for the first time. For sure. Um and I think it's like a real special record to us because I suppose the whole idea of the locket is treasuring memories and family and stuff. And so the locket itself has now served as a locket for our. Us to always remember the times that we spent together especially Definitely. during lockdown we, we formed a social bubble um so we're with each other like every day um
2: it's perfect timing really because it is it's meant to be a very hopeful record and it's it's coming out when you know for a lot of people hopefully things are looking a bit brighter and and well the weather over here is awful but <laughs> maybe <laughs> where you are is a bit better yeah, it's, bit it's meant to be yeah you know everyone out in the summer listening to this record and feeling good again
1: it is a um a fantastic record there's a lot of 90s hip-hop kind of vibes to it i was playing it to um uh my brother earlier today who is a massive hip-hop fan and he was kind of surprised when i said it was a new artist he said it had quite a lot of um yeah 90s like almost like a tribe called quest kind of vibes to it was that when you guys went into the studio was it discussed on And I know you previously worked together, but this time around, was it discussed on what kind of music you were going to make, or was it just an organic thing where it it came out
0: as it did? Well, when we first met, I think one of the most the most important things that we really connected on was like our love of like nineties, yeah, you know, music kind of golden age stuff, and like especially in that tribe, like tribe was like our big connecting uh, point. I just googled hip hop before. <laughs> oh my god, what's hip hop? That it's was just... the first time I came <laughs> up called
2: Tribe. Before he point. said
0: it wrong. He said a tribe called Zed. Like you know what I'm saying, like what is called exactly West? Like I was like, what's a name called West? Uh, no, it was, and yes, yeah, so we really connected with that, and so I suppose kind of organically. Um, so we, the first session we kind of had for the record So we'd been met friends for like a couple of years and Not making music And then one day I was in the pub And we were like We should probably do that music mm. thing that we do Oh yeah, we should probably try and do that So we went to the studio And Jack was like oh, I've been making some beats on the place, and can I play some stuff? And obviously, my mind, I was like, "Oh my god, this could be terrible! Like, he might play me like the worst." So, <laughs> like pots and pans, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, him like rapping in auto tune, you, you know what I'm saying? Avant garde, him singing in auto tune, like just bad stuff, right? Um, but the first thing he played me was was blowing steam, uh, the instrument for blowing steam, and kind of kind of got to work, and the song was kind of pretty much done in like an hour and a yeah. half. Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm an amazing rapper, I'm come yes. a genius level, yes. Jay Z. Me, do you know what I'm saying, like, I'm just a little bit just a bit far in love. But no, and then uh, it kind of just formed from there. And so I think we didn't necessarily go and be like, we're going to make this kind of album. I think it was just like organically our influences kind yeah. of all met, whether it was Tribe, but then also, also, you know, Jack's, you know, background in other music that he's made and obviously me being a Londoner, it kind of merged into this kind of, this this album. So, yeah.
1: Is that usually how the songwriting process would work with you guys? Is Jack you'll kind of come in with a beat and then Barney you'll then, after listening to it, come up with lyrics?
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time it's just, we wouldn't even wait. You'd just be there writing straight away. Almost the first time I, he'd hear a beat, I've just played it to you. And I turn around to see if he's smiling or like <laughs> laughing. And he's doing neither. He's already on his phone writing out words, because I think when you hear a certain sound, it maybe just sparks something in you and yeah. you want to get that down when it's really fresh.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then like, I think one thing that people don- might not realise is that obviously Jack had kind of focused on the beats, I focused on the raps, but it was very much a collaborative mm. Um, process so whether it was like me being like Jack, maybe move that bass here or take that snare out or move the thing yeah. around, or yeah. it's with my lyrics. Like I would send my lyrics over to Jack and like would look at them and like, I mean, obviously I take the make out of him, but Jack is like genius level songwriter, and I think I learned a lot in terms of like space and knowing when to say something and like what words sound better yeah. in in instances. So yeah, it was very much like a real um, coming together. Um, on the entire album it sounds
1: like you guys kind of work or mesh quite well together um creatively jack i'm i'm curious in terms of as Barney mentioned before that you also have uh quite a bit of a history with bombay bicycle club when you are coming up with musical writing what for you guess i guess stands out as a mr duke's song compared to like a Bombay song or like, how do you, after you've written it, you're like, that's for this project or that's for this project.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. Interesting. So it used to be that it would just all be Bombay. So even though I'm writing a song that's on an MPC that samples a Curtis Mayfield track, that should be, you know, a a Mr. Juice thing. Before, I didn't really have this outlet. So that's how the sound of Bombay started to get so electronic and eclectic. And I think now I have... This is like two different journeys that a song could go. And I think Bombay's become more sort of organic and back to its roots and a bit more guitar heavy, which has been really fun. And on this kind of stuff, rather than having to adapt sounds to fit drums, to fit guitars, you can really just take it in the direction which it, it kind of wants to be heading anyway and put samples on it um you know do loads of the hip-hop kind of tips and tricks that you tell me about about cutting out things and putting them back in and that's been really fun yeah
1: that was my next kind of question is what do you think you guys have learned from one another obviously collaboration is um can it sounds like it's a, it's been a good thing for yourselves and it's an easy thing for yourselves but sometimes it can be a bit of a hurdles to overcome what have you learned from one yeah. another in terms of working together
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well,
2: I'd, I'd sort of been making beats since I was at school, but never had an MC right on top of them. So it's really interesting to, to yeah, just to find out about shaping them around the words and giving, like you talk about space in your lyrics, but you need space in the beat as well. Mm. And then there's the ad libs and the extra production, little sparkles and, um, all that kind of stuff was a whole new world for me.
0: Yeah. And I think for me, um, <clears throat> this, so like, it's funny, I suppose, I, so I got made redundant from my retail job at the beginning of lockdown. And so this is my first year of like being a full-time musician. And so Jack has been great in terms of like, just like questions about certain things that I didn't really think about. And just him being able to ease me into that. But also just, yeah, it's kind of, as I said before, like the songwriting element of things, like I just feel really confident, mm-hmm. um, you know, in my ability to write songs. There's a song on the album where Jack sings it, but we wrote it together. And I think even that, being able to be like, we wrote a song was Mm -hmm. great. And I mean, I definitely got my own back. He had to send me lyrics. I was like, "Mm, I'm not sure about that uh, word there. Take away that, that but. I'm not sure about that what. Um, And yeah, so I think, yeah, on my side, it's just amazing to kind of see how Jack manoeuvres things and how sure he is of when... It work, he knows what it's supposed to sound like and he goes, no, take that away, put that in. And it, yeah, so it kind of works out really, really well.
1: It does sound like, yeah, again, I said it before, but you guys work well together. With this uh, being not like a lockdown project, but it has obviously taken a, a lot of its shape in lockdown and um, even before, as you said, the locket, it's like representative of like a capsule of time. Could we expect yeah. to see further collaborative albums from the, the two of you working together?
0: I mean, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think we've already kind of been in the studio making some some bits and pieces. I, I think for me, I love the way that Jack speaks about having like outlets and like a Bombay outlet and a Mr. Juice outlet. I think it's similar for me where yeah. I think my solo stuff, I'm able to kind of go a little bit more you know, left field with it, maybe a little bit more darker, a little bit more grittier, a little bit more whatever, a little bit more experimental because I now have this, this, you know, outlet of the happier, boom back, kind of jazzier stuff that I can do with Jack now. So I think for both of us, I think it will will always kind of return back to this um, in different forms and different different ways.
1: That's very exciting. Very exciting. Um, I wanted to chat as well about the one of the singles, "Blowing Steam," is a great track. It's also inspired some limited edition merch from yourselves in terms <laughs> of the the hot sauce. Um, yeah, man. Firstly, where did the idea in terms of like because merch these days you can do anything, but who was it that kind of sat down and was like, "Let's do some hot sauce"?
2: I remember one of the first times we hung out. <laughs> was it before we did "Blowing Steam"? Went, yeah. We went. It was, uh, it was that day. The Barney's local Caribbean restaurant near his house yeah. and ordered some food. And I asked the guy for some hot sauce. And Barney was like, oh. <laughs> Like a bit
0: of spice it, yeah. <laughs> I imagine, like, Jack's the only white guy In the shop Do you know what I'm saying So I'm this guy And Jack is white white Do you know what I'm saying He's not like white, not, you know what I'm saying? He's not like mm, He could be you know, He could be Jamaican No Do you know what I'm saying Like he's white and So I'm in this shop And then Jack like Doubles down and goes Oh can I get some hot sauce so I'm In my mind I'm like Is he trying to impress me yeah. Or
2: does he actually I hate hot sauce <laughs> <laughs>
0: Crying I want him to think I'm cool (laughs) I want him to think I belong No but like yeah The guy asked for hot sauce And even the guy behind the counter Was like all right that's interesting oh wow okay and then yeah and then i think we both realized that because i love hot sauce as well and yeah. so we kind of just both bonded there's actually a hot sauce on our album cover because the album cover is like everything that we love um and that will kind of help make the album and there's a hot sauce bottle on the album. and always in the studio there's a little collection of hot sauce yeah, whatever yeah. and so the so thing. then i think jack came up with the idea of oh like for merch oh maybe we should do our own hot sauce and then we kind of worked with a with a. uh uh, chili company called east, Ips- east, east, yeah east coast chili in ipswich and we kind of went back and forth on ideas and how it we went to taste and we kind of found the blowing scene taste and it's a great hot sauce jack's finished his so he's yeah. for more but yes. i've got i've got you know i've got a stash we'll have to send some over to you. yeah we have
1: to yeah please please we would love some over here in australia i was going to ask because i saw that you guys had done your own version of hot ones i wanted to ask how yeah. how that played out and whether you guys have a uh a favourite episode of Hot Ones Or whether you would be interested If they ever approach wow. to, to be I on there
0: Jack's favorite episode of Hot Ones yeah. Jack's episode of Hot Ones Is DJ Khaled episode But then he like Lose yeah. he, 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 like loses. It's
2: like Sriracha And he's like Ooh <laughs> I'm gonna tap out <laughs> um,
0: I think mine's probably Either YG's one Or uh, Probably Gordon Ramsay's one Because obviously like The swearing And like oh, him no, just, like, He's like losing good. And like He's losing the plot yeah, Which yeah. is brilliant So close <laughs> to
1: uh, it is um, a very good show. And I imagine even from the small snippet on Instagram, I imagine you guys would go quite well if if called up and, and up to the challenge.
0: wait for the call. We're waiting. I mean, Jack made himself look like Sean Evans as much as possible, yeah. <laughs> just in the hopes of being no. able to see, I was saying, hopefully that, like, no. <laughs> but
1: I lost my train of thought after that. That was quite. A, <laughs>
0: sorry, been, sorry. No, sorry no, 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 no. It
1: was good. You've been singing each other all, all episode, but um, with no disrespect, Jack, that was Barney definitely got you with that one. That was a a, a Sean Evans burn, a very niche burn, but a Sean Evans burn. <laughs> um, with the 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 album, uh, as I said, is incredible. I'm curious. And I'm not sure on what it is currently like in the UK. Can we expect to see you guys, um, maybe not in Australia, but it'd be great, but touring behind the record at all?
2: Yeah, so we actually had our first show um, a couple of weekends ago at a festival called Latitude, which was, it was the opening set of the whole festival and probably one of the first festivals to be back. So for a lot of people, it was their first uh, first gig in like 18 months, which was incredible. Mm. Um and we're gonna do a UK tour in November.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so doing, yeah. So UK tour and then we've got in stores like this week coming, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of really cool to kind of back be back on the road. And I think latitude for us was really cool because you know, you know festivals and you know how you you, n- you never know who's gonna be there. Yeah. And I think yeah, on the way yeah. there we're kinda of like somebody gonna be like five people, let's get ready for these five people to see us and stuff. And like it was and it was a massive tent, but like literally as we um as we walked out on stage, like, it just was just, like, it was packed, packed to the back. And it was just, the vibes and the energy, the crowd were amazing. And so it kind of gave us a lot of, like, you know, excitement for when we got, do shows and festivals.
2: It makes such a difference because you've had this time where lots of musicians have been writing. But mm. without the experience of live music, it can be tough because you feed off that enthusiasm. Mm. You feed off the reaction of a crowd and everyone has their own insecurities, you know, and when, you, when you're just writing music without anyone hearing it or mm-hmm. without seeing their faces singing along, yeah. it, it, it has been a bit strange. So playing that first show was like, ah, oh, you know, you remember how much you love doing that kind of That's stuff.
1: Yeah. Was there anything different to, um, again, not sure what it's like in the UK. We've started having gigs back on here in Australia, but it's like they're all seated. There's no standing, even if the band doesn't, kind of suit that (laughs) arrangement it is it's very weird um is there was there any differences that you guys found or was it kind of back to normal which i imagine would have been nice
0: i think well there was no sitting in that kind of stuff but i think we made a conscious effort to kind of make people feel at ease i think we were you know it's very talkative and like very much like with the same way Taking the piss out of each other, we're doing that on stage, and yeah, mm-hmm. and so it kind of I think everyone kind of just like felt, you know, our, our big thing is like you know joining the family, like welcome to the family, yeah. and I think we kind of were able to relate that to the crowd, and like by the end of it, it was just like just a real nice reunion of people, and you know, we got a lot of messages and a lot of videos and all that kind of stuff from people just saying that like, they felt really they were happy that that was their introduction back into totally into 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 like live So
2: We've got to go on tour. I mean. No. I really miss traveling.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, got a little to a property. taking this chaotic relationship oh to god. a different country. Oh my god, just fighting over Oh yeah. my lord, on a long haul flight, just bickering on a long haul flight. Please, if
1: you come to Australia, do like the the regular set, but even just like a in conversation with because I think that people would pay to, <laughs> to see this. <laughs> That's a great idea. I <laughs> think
0: you run to something there, mate. You know what I'm you... um, Lastly,
1: we'd usually chat to our guests about what they're currently listening to. Is there anything that you guys are currently listening to that you're enjoying?
0: I think like the guys, there's a couple of people that we put on our on, on the album. So the album, we very much yeah. we um, we um, we decided that we didn't want any anyone anyone that we collaborated with we had to know personally. Yeah. I'm um, so there's two features on the album. There's a there's a, an amazing MC called Kofi Stone. And he's amazing. So I'd highly recommend you check him out. And there's an amazing uh, rapper called Lex Lamore. And she's on, on on the album as well. And so both of them, I definitely recommend to go listen to if you like what we do. It's, yeah. you know, very London sounding, very, you know, down tempo, but like great, great, great flows, great definitely, rapping yeah. techniques and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I'm saying.
1: In. Nice. That's, um, I'll make sure that we put those recommendations uh, in the podcast so that people can, Follow them along and and listen. Um, Jack and Barney, thank you very much uh, for your time this morning. I do appreciate it. And uh, The Locket is out now. uh, Worldwide, congratulations.
0: Thank you for having us. I appreciate it, man. That was great.
1: And that's our show. A massive thank you to Mr. Dukes and Barney Artists for their time. The Locket is out now, and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream or buy the record. We also want to give a huge shout out to Shari, a great company collective, for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes, where you'll be able to listen to all of our guests' picks. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday and Friday morning with guest playlist streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers.